Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the YVR Remo Show. It's so lovely to have you back in this beautiful September. I'm sure everyone is settling in and enjoying the sun and oh, just it's been such a beautiful September so far. Beautiful September to talk about real estate and a beautiful time for us to make a little bit of a trip around the country, heading back to one of our favorite provinces, Alberta. So today we brought on a fellow real estate agent, Zach Turlier out of uh, Calgary. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Zach is from Real Real Estate uh, and he's just absolutely crushing it in Alberta. Obviously, it's been a busy year with people transferring from BC and Ontario and other provinces to move to Alberta and figure out what it's all about there. So we had Zach come on and talk about a little bit about that, but also current trends in regards to what's happened uh, throughout the year, what's happening right now in the real estate market. And of course, as we always like to have a little bit of investment angle on our show, he talked to us about some suggestions for places to look and properties to consider if you're considering investing into real estate in Calgary, Alberta. This podcast was a great one, so I think you'll enjoy it. And if you did, make sure to leave us that review on iTunes, Spotify, five stars, folks. Come on, give us a hand. These are all recorded after hours uh, for you to make sure that you're educated on the market and the opportunities that present themselves. And of course, if you do leave a five-star review, make sure to send that over to our Instagram account at Thrive Mortgage Co. or at the YVR Remo Show. Take a snapshot, send it on over, and we'll send you a little something to say thank Thank you for leaving us the review and for your time. As always, I hope you love the episode presented by Thrive Mortgage Co. We'll see you on the other side. What's up, guys? You are listening to the YBR Remo Show, where we talk all things Vancouver real estate and mortgages, take boring topics, and make them interesting. Make sure to stay tuned to listen to everything you need to know how to put cash back in your pocket, create wealth in real estate, and simplify the complicated. How do you want me to introduce you? Do you want me to introduce you as like real real estate brokerage or just... No, you can say Zach Turlier with the Turlier Real Estate Group in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, second generation realtor, help bring a brokerage into Canada, excited, whatever you want, man, hype it up. Well, let's just go with that because you just introduced yourself, Zach. Thanks very much for hopping on. We were talking about this before we even got into the episode and a lot of people are listening audio form, but I massive compliment on the hat. Love it. Loving the style here today, rolling in casual, representing the brand. Yeah, we're representing Alberta. Here you go. There we go. There we go. He's a true Alberta man. So if anybody listening to this podcast isn't sure about who is talking and what's going on, we got Mr. Zach Turley. Of course, as you just mentioned yourself, second generation real estate agent. Uh, My man, uh, we met, I'd say, I don't know, six or eight months ago as an introduction. And, uh, you know, in the last six months, been absolutely blown away by not only your, your work with our clients, but also in addition to that, your knowledge of the market, which is why we brought you on today to have our second podcast in a year to talk about what's happening in Alberta, what's going on in Calgary. Things are going really well for us here in Alberta. I know interest rate hikes has everybody speculating the market and what's going on. But here locally, what I've been seeing is still a lot of net migration to our province. And a lot of people are, are looking to come and live here because not only do we have great schools, good education, hospitals, close to the mountains, it's just an all-round cost-effective place to live and a lot of people are coming here for that reason okay dude okay so you pretty much skipped ahead on a whole bunch of questions that i'm going to have for you today and we're going to go oh we're going to go through them more in depth but i mean why are move or you know why are people still moving to alberta and i believe it's for a number of reasons for one it's a beautiful city 
We're close to the yeah. mountains. We've got great healthcare, like I said. Schools, yeah. and the cost of living in the city is quite low uh, relative yeah. to some of the other major cities like Toronto and Vancouver. And housing affordability is also a major driving factor. In fact, I don't know if you guys are familiar of this uh, in BC, but Calgary was actually named one of the third most livable cities in the world by EIU, which is the Economist Intelligence Unit. So we're pretty proud about that. And I think that's also driving a little bit more migration to our city as well, or at least putting it on the map, right? Yeah, I mean, that, obviously, that kind of news and those types of articles really can cement someone's decision. Specifically, we've obviously had a lot of people in the last year with the cost of living, uh, obviously increasing, say, you know what, I want to move somewhere else. What does that look like? And it's interesting, because obviously, I've talked to uh, perhaps not in the last three months here as much because people are out enjoying life and on vacation. But, you know, prior to that, the first half of the year, I was talking to countless people that are thinking, you know what, I'm gonna move out of town. I don't know where but we're going somewhere. It could be it could be the Okanagan, it could be you know, the island, but you know, we're also thinking maybe Alberta. And if we go to Alberta, maybe Calgary, maybe Edmonton, I'm not really sure. So I mean, if someone's looking to make that decision, you know, obviously, what you just mentioned there being quote, unquote, a livable city is pretty big deal. You mentioned, obviously, the cost of living, I want to talk about that really quickly before we get into just the overall economy and what's going on right there. But uh, the cost of living. So I was on a, a phone call with a client of mine yesterday. And this we were just doing an annual checkup an annual review something that we do in our team here and uh, was having a conversation about hey, you guys just moved from Alberta, Calgary, they moved to Nanaimo a year ago, uh, for work in this case. So it was a lifestyle perspective from that that decision, making more money in their job and so forth. Uh, is what was the biggest difference? And they brought up immediately, the first thing they said is the cost of living. Everything is more expensive in BC, like everything. And they're like, thankfully, I make more money. Yeah, you've got the provincial sales tax, and then you've got the cost of fuel, which is a big one, right? Here in Alberta, as we know, we only have GST, right? So that helps. And, uh, you know, the fuel costs as well is, is something that's really uh, one of those things that's an advantage. Massive. You don't think about it. Then you get a boat and you're like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So let's talk about the state of the economy in, in Alberta. So like famously, you know, obviously the last 10 years has been a pretty much, a, I would imagine maybe from years, maybe 12 years, a roller coaster in Alberta as it, you know, as it pertains to jobs and income and where people are earning their money because the oil obviously which is doing well right now but yes we're very we were very much reliant on the ebbs and flows of the oil and gas industry uh, alberta calgary specifically started to innovate a little bit more and branch out we're actually attracting more uh, companies that are within the tech sector so i think we're going to be a little bit more sustainable that way uh, as we head into the future and the film industry here right now is also taking off as well our mayor just went to hollywood in fact i think she's still there this week to talk about the new sound stage and film center that we have which is like next level it's leading class in Canada right now and so we're really hoping to attract large productions uh, of that nature to our city interesting there you go so diversification is pretty massive right on its own it will bring in a lot more people uh, to the Calgary market uh, one of the primary reasons that we saw a lot of people leaving other parts of the country whether it be Ontario or whether it be BC to move to to, to Calgary as a whole and a lot of things I hear is is cost of living uh, not sorry let me be more clear we talked about cost of living cost of housing sorry so cost of housing being lower brought in a lot of families for example in british columbia if someone would sell i shouldn't say british columbia lower mainland in fraser valley they would sell a townhome for a million dollars and then move over to calgary just outside the city and buy basically a mansion for eight hundred thousand dollars we're talking like five six bedrooms with a huge yard and, and all this kind of stuff and and that was fueling the market for a long time uh, is that still happening? Are we still seeing still, that? Yes, now? I'm still seeing it. In fact, before we hopped on this call today, I just looked at our 
team numbers and what we saw for the year. So from January till now, almost 50% of the transactions that we've done is actually from people that are in outside provinces. And this is just uncharacteristic, right? We've never seen this before in our business. And I've been doing this for 12 years. 30%, uh, excuse me, 38% of the people that we did transactions with from out of province came from BC and then another 12% for or from Ontario. So I, I've kind of delved into this quite a bit and I always ask these clients the same question. I said, well, first of all, why are you moving to Calgary? And one of the number one reasons why people were moving to Calgary from BC or Toronto was because you had buyers that saw huge equity gains in those areas, right? They wanted to cash out and they wanted to buy something more affordable. And with an average single family home in Calgary costing like roughly $630,000, that was something that was really attractive for people who were coming from markets where a similar home would cost upwards of, you know, $1.3, $1.5 million. So that was reason number one. <clears throat> reason number two, the second reason we were seeing people move or invest capital in Alberta's real estate market is because it's cheaper to get into the market. Vacancy rates are also extremely low. And as a result, rent rates are quite high and investors are watching the trends and noticing that Calgary is likely, or excuse me, Calgary is likely next in line to see similar trends of appreciation and value like what we saw in Vancouver and Toronto over the last couple of years. So I know with these interest rates and inflation, they're trying to cool the markets in some of these bigger metropolises. But a lot of those people as a side effect of that cooling market are looking to markets like Alberta for affordability. So I think we're gonna to continue to see uh, a lot of traction here in our local market. Right, okay, interesting. There's a lot to take away there. I, <laughs> just to kind of circle back on that, I do, I wanna I want push forward on this a little bit more and I wanna understand um, for those people that perhaps in 2021, like the early movers at, at the end of last year started making that transition over to Calgary, on the converse side, have you had any people that you've talked to that you moved to the area that have told you that they've got a little bit of buyer's remorse about moving to Alberta or? I don't think they've gone through a full Calgary winter yet, but the only thing that people would have to say negatively about our uh, city if they came from the coast is, you know, it gets a little cold here and you have to shovel the walks in the winter. But other than that, you know what, people love it here. Uh, I can speak to Calgary because this is where I live. We've got a beautiful uh, river, the Bow River, the, the downtown city core is vibrant. We're just a half an hour to 45 minutes to the mountains and it's a beautiful cityscape. It's also a great place to raise a family and there's just a lot to do. So I haven't had anybody say to me, you know what, Zach, we wish we didn't make the move, right? People know they're coming here for a reason. A lot of people will vet the city as well. A lot of the buyers that I had this year actually came out for a week or two just to drive around, just to get a feel. I would point out to them, you know, here's some great restaurants you should go to. If you've got some kids, why don't you check out this area? And why don't you take some time to drive out to the mountains and just get a real feel for the type of community we have here in Calgary. Also watch the news. You know, I, I tell a lot of people to listen to the media cycle and what's going on in our city so that they can get a feel uh, for what it would be like to live here. Really good information and good feedback. So good good to hear that not too many people are having buyer's remorse because it's going to be a lot harder to get back into the BC market now. Um, although we'll see what happens with the rate increases and so forth. But that's conversation for <laughs> later, I think. Um, so um, if you've got so, a boat, you're not going to want to live in Calgary because there's not many yeah. places to launch it. There's Chestermere Lake, which is fine. If you're someone yeah. that likes to go fishing out on the ocean, then yeah, I mean, it's going to be a bit of a transition for you. But yeah. it's a beautiful city. I'm born and raised. I think this yeah. is one of the best places in the country to live and, and we love it here. Well, you know, and, and your, your, your GM of your hockey team has the ability to make over the team in a year. And our, our, our team 12 years later is still toiling. So there's that. 
Um, so <laughs> without getting into hockey too much, that's really good information. Uh, and you mentioned the downtown core specifically, you brought that up, how it's vibrant, it's, it's coming back. There's a lot going on there, which kind of leads me to my next point. And we're, I'm going to transition the topic into just to the investment component of Calgary, because you mentioned a lot of families moving there, but a large part of what we do is help families create wealth in real estate. And one of the ways that they do that is they look at obviously purchasing and acquiring more real estate. And some people have come to us and said, Hey, I want to buy in Calgary. This is where I want to go. And now you've helped out a couple of our clients to do this. And we've also, we've had clients come back to us with all these different ideas. In fact, I was on a Zoom call yesterday and these clients said to me, you know what? I am going all in on Calgary. This is this is my plan of attack. I'm going to be looking at condos in these areas and so forth. In fact, I have a good friend of mine who's a broker out in Kelowna and he just bought a, a, a condo in, in, in Calgary as well for the purposes of doing, you know, furnished rentals and so forth. So, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the, the, the market downtown to start off with. Let's just talk about the downtown market down there and, and talk about it from an investment perspective and say like, why are the costs of downtown Calgary really, especially for condominiums and so forth, why are they so low um, in these downtown beautiful buildings? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. When oil and gas changed in 2014 and we had a bit of a downturn there, we saw so many people, large, large, large corporations completely vacate the inner city um, corporate spaces. My wife is actually a senior property manager. She works for one of the largest real estate investment trusts in Canada. And so I have some inside information towards like how many of their buildings are vacant, who's renting in there and who's leaving and all that stuff. And so with a large portion of the workforce leaving the downtown core, that took away all of the people that were interested in the condominium housing within the inner city, right? Uh, and then the pandemic hit. And of course, a lot of people were looking for more space because they were working from home. So most of these condos, if they're only two bedrooms, they don't have a den, or maybe they're just a little one bedroom studio for people that were working from home or maybe starting a family, they found that condos weren't really a space that made sense for them anymore. What's really interesting, I have this, this slide up right now because I, I just was digging into this data today. And when we look at Calgary as a whole, the inner city actually had the lowest appreciation in value year over year at 5.7%, uh, whereas some of the outlying communities on the outskirts of Calgary saw upwards of 15 to 16%. So inner city Calgary was actually better value for somebody that was gonna purchase as opposed to somebody that was looking to buy on the outskirts of the city. So I think there's a lot of opportunities downtown right now. Condos are on sale by comparison, you know, a market like Vancouver, where it's very, you know, that's the norm for people to live in condos. Um, we don't see that here right now in Calgary, but as new corporations and new businesses, new tech startups come to our city and we continue to see uh, massive net migration, I think that's going to be a great future investment for somebody because condos are on sale right now. You can get a two bedroom, two bath in a newer building for $300,000, right? Uh, it's, it's incredible. Okay, well, that's that's um, I would say not shocking based on the feedback I've heard that you just mentioned, which is that people are moving there for space, people moved out, uh, and and all the clients that we're talking about, they're not going there to buy condos, with the exception of people who are buying second homes, which is what my friend did, right? Um, it, what I would know, would love to be interesting from an, let's like converting over to I guess the investment conversation is, are you seeing quote unquote investors snatch up condos, and if so, 
where and what are they doing with them? Are they doing long-term, short-term, mid-term? Is there anywhere in particular they're having success? And what does that look like? Yeah, it's it's a mixed batch. I do have about 50% of my portfolio of investors that are specifically looking for inventory in the inner city where they can cash flow for short-term rentals. We're seeing a real insurgence of investors that want to get into the Airbnbs. Maybe they've got a few of them across the city already, or maybe they're they're moving from a portfolio in BC and they want to do the same in Alberta because it's a little bit more affordable affordable to get into the market. So we're seeing that. Uh, and then if there's just really, really good uh, deals on the market, right? So if you have a condo that's significantly undervalued because there's so much inventory in the building, then there's an opportunity for an investor to have an appreciation and value play. They'll pick up a condo, 100000 150000 under market value and uh, they'll put a long-term renter in there with hopes that eventually the Calgary market will pick up again. Uh, we won't see nearly as much vacancy in condos anymore, and then we'll see an appreciation in value. Is short-term rental becoming a thing in Calgary yet? Oh yeah, it's it's pretty big. It depends on the building. Uh, some of the high-rises, in fact, most of them are are swaying against that they'll have a, a term in there in the bylaw where they won't allow you to have a renter in there for under 30 days, which really prohibits um, the short-term rentals, but for smaller buildings that maybe have eight or 12 units, we can see them in there. The reason I ask that is because in a city like Vancouver, they don't allow it unless it's your primary residence uh, to do uh, any short-term rentals. It has to be your primary residence. Um, does Calgary have a rule or a guideline like that? Yeah, it's it's building specific, right? Well, there definitely sounds like some gaps and opportunities there. Let's talk about like the wider market of, of Calgary as a whole. We saw clients coming in and picking up duplexes and and triplexes and, and detached homes with suites and things of that nature where they were cash flowing pretty well. Now, obviously the interest rates have gone up and that's hurt a lot of um, you know investors from a cash flow perspective, but it seems to me that there still are quite a lot of opportunities in the area. Uh, what, what I guess, what are you seeing right now? Are you still people seeing people snatch up detached homes? Are they redeveloping them? Are they renting them out? What are they doing? You know, if we can find them, part of the challenge right now is inventory still quite low. Like on the detached market right now, we're sitting at around 2,300 listings, which isn't a lot. And the bulk of those are on the outskirts, right? They're not really in the inner city. So if good opportunities do come up, then we try and jump on those right away. But there's tons of buyers that are looking for them, right? So it's a really competitive market. I think developers, the guys that have the skills um, and the knowledge and the means to pick up a lot with maybe an older home on it and redevelop that lot into let's say an infill or a duplex or a semi-attached home uh, that would be a really good opportunity in a market like Calgary because dirt is still relatively cheap uh, by comparison to a market like Vancouver or Toronto for example and uh, because we're seeing property values continue to trend upwards in Alberta I think if they can get dirt or shovels in the ground within the first six months and flip it within a year uh, then they'll probably see gains pretty healthy gains so so you're proposing that perhaps there's not the greatest well i don't know i'm not going to try to put words in your mouth but what i'm hearing from you is that uh looking to purchase a detached home you know let's say a two-unit rental or something of that nature at least at this time maybe the opportunities aren't as present because there's so few listings and so the value isn't there but if you have the ability or the smarts uh to look into uh, purchasing, as you mentioned, land or a house that you can tear something down and build a duplex or, or triplex or quadplex, something of that nature, there could be uh, a value play. Is that what you're saying? 
Yeah, in a way, yes. There are still opportunities to buy a detached home that has maybe a, a suite upstairs and a suite downstairs. You just have to be really on top of the market. There's not as many of them as we saw last year. The market is still very nice. thin here for inventory in Calgary, but opportunities do exist. We've worked with clients together this year and we've done just that for them and they've been really happy with the outcome. It's just, you know, you have to have your finger on the pulse and that's part of what yeah. we want, right? Yeah, that makes sense then. That makes sense. Okay, so let's talk about, like we're on this track of like, hey, what's going on you mentioned one of the opportunities being to buy dirt um you know throw it out there right now are there any other recommendations or opportunities for someone who's who believed in the investment market for uh for calgary and if you're repeating yourself and suggesting a, a specific property you already bought i'm cool with that but what's what's zach's pick of the month right now where where are you looking right now if it's your money yeah you know what condos it's one of those things right because everybody seems to be leaning away from them in our market but they're just so undervalued right now and i just see like this big you know when you walk into a department store and something's on sale right that that's what i see when i look at the inner city for condos right now i have a unit for sale in Bankview, which is a, a nice inner city community uh, this thing cash flows right now. It, it's been used as a short-term rental for a number of years from a, a client of mine that actually lives in BC and she's looking to take her whole portfolio with her uh, across back to BC. And so something like that is $178,000, two bedrooms, fully furnished. It's got a parking stall. The thing brings in between $75 and $105 a night in, in Airbnb. And so something like that is like a no-brainer investment for me because it's, you know, you're not leveraged very high on something like that, right? $170,000. Some people can come up with that cash and they're already bringing in cash flow. The next investment I would be looking into is land opportunities where you can find yourself in inner city 50 by 120 foot lot in Calgary we have if there's a zoning called R2 which is res residential contextual two dwelling it just means that you can subdivide those lots and put two properties on it if you can find land like that under six hundred thousand dollars and you have the ability to build in the future uh, then that's something else that would really have my attention I love it. I love the clarity. Thank you for being so specific. Uh, obviously, if any of our listeners of the podcast are, are interested in exploring that, then they'll reach out to us for the financing, and then they'll reach out to you to make this uh, this magic happen. So let's 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 talk a little bit about obviously you know outside of that closing things off. Uh, you know, Zach, you mentioned in some cases what your predictions are with the Calgary market. And listen, I think if someone asked me for a prediction right now, I'm 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 probably going to say a lot of different things and then put a whole bunch of asterisks behind all of that. But just the way things are going on right now with immigration coming in with all the so you know, I economics. pulled the stat on migration across the country and where people were going, and I was like, I, I was floored. I couldn't believe it. So. I saw a statistic earlier today that net migration to Alberta was the highest in the country and up over 465% compared to last year, which is huge. Yeah. That's that's like insane, which just goes yeah. to show, and, and this is kind of segueing or leading back to what you were saying about making predictions. I don't like to make predictions either, but I think Alberta has a clear advantage right now, and I think we'll be able to weather the storm despite the fact that interest rates seem to be on the rise. Um, but affordability in some of the neighboring provinces, as they continue to decline, I think buyers and investors will continue to look at more attractive housing alternatives. And we happen to have some pretty good options here, not just in Calgary, but in Edmonton as well and some of the other yep. neighboring cities and towns. Yep, absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised to see people pile their money in. Uh, you know, a lot of our clients who are more experienced investors are getting their uh, getting their ducks in a row right now and getting their cash prepared to look at uh, snatching up something in Alberta. And it's it's a conversation that we were having 
in the hot market and it's a conversation that we continue to have in a down market so it definitely seems like there could be a good play to be had it's just about knowing the information so man if you're if you're listening to this show right now and, and you are ever thinking about getting into investment piece just just do your due diligence talk to the guys that are on the ground boots on the ground like zach and these types of guys because of course it's so important to understand the specifics not just a general hey there's a good opportunity but like like you just explained obviously these specific lots in these specific areas and this specific due diligence is so so freaking important, right? Different opportunities exist in different areas, right? So I don't like to just drill into one specific location or one specific type of asset class or investment. We sell homes all over the city and some of the neighboring towns and counties and and we just keep an eye on where the best opportunities are and, and who that fits and matches with. So part of the, the I guess, initial process with new investors or clients that are looking to migrate this way is we do a bit of a needs assessment and find out what it is that they're looking for. And then we go out there and find it for them. Right. And that's going to be different for every type of investor, right? Someone might be looking for commercial style investment. So that'll, we'll have an entirely different conversation about that. Or you have someone that is just looking to build up a portfolio of additional doors, right? They want to have revenue properties throughout the city and we can help guide them in a location, uh, and an area where they can get the best return on investment. Thanks for clarifying that, Zach. And I I mean, I think this is, uh, man, we just packed a lot of information to a short amount of time, a lot of information to a very short amount of time. So I'm going to stop because I want you to come back on on sometime in the future. And I don't want to, uh, I don't want to kill all the surprises. I don't want everything to be gone right now. Right. So we'll have you definitely come back on. But in the meantime, uh, folks, anybody who's looking to buy in Alberta, just uh, reach out, check out the show notes here for Zach's information. We'll have it all linked in below the, the YouTube episode, below the podcast, all that kind of fun stuff. And reach out to Zach and his guys because they're, uh, and girls, I should say, because they're all uh, absolutely uh, fantastic. Zach, thank you much for, thank you if I could speak today. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you. And uh, until next time, my friend, until next time. Appreciate the opportunity.